welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. Episode 51 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk about the eternal debate over whether selling works for 99 cents or giving them away for free is the better option. This can apply to both promotions or books that are permanently discounted. Both camps have strong proponents and opponents. So let's take a look at the advantages and disadvantages of each. It's fairly obvious that if you make your book free, you're going to get a lot more downloads. A promotional price is all about getting people who are on the fence to get your book. Free is the ultimate price reduction. If they don't want it for free, they are really not interested. If you run a promotion and make your book temporarily free, and you book some promotion sites, you will get a lot more downloads than you got sales when it was paid. But what is the point if only a small percentage of those books get read? And what is the point if people never go on to read the second book, which is paid? And what is the point if all you're getting are freebie seekers who send you emails demanding that the rest of your series is free too? And what is the point if you get a lot of downloads, but you also get a number of dubious reviews? Those are all possibilities when you make your book free. Yes, you're probably going to get a lot of downloads and your read-through percentage will be fairly low, especially when you have a very large promotion like BookBub, which can get you as much as 30 or 40,000 downloads. Only a small percentage of those people is ever going to read your book. It is very easy for readers to download something because it's free and then realize that they don't have the time to read it, or prefer reading the latest traditionally published book from their favorite author that they just bought for $12. All those things are not, however, a reason not to do free promotions, but you just have to keep these possibilities in mind. You're also going to get a number of people downloading your book who either don't pay attention or are just downloading the book because it's free who wouldn't normally read your genre. These people may leave strange reviews when Amazon prompts them to. The more downloads you get, the more likely you are to attract a couple of those types of reviews. But is this a reason not to do a free promotion? Well, you can judge that for yourself in your own circumstances, but I don't think so. Bad reviews can and do happen all the time. And the readers who are going to care about those reviews can look at the other reviews just as well as you can. They're not going to be swayed by one review that states that the reader didn't normally read the genre and therefore didn't enjoy the book. Well, duh. There are also definitely people who will email you and demand that all the rest of your books are free too. There is a special place for emails like this. It's called the bin. Don't engage with these people because they're just there to get a rise out of you. It's not worth engaging with these types of people because you will never please them. It's not helpful either to them 
or yourself to label these people as freebie seekers, wanting only free books, because many will go on to buy other books. You just don't know which ones. So while your downloads will be large, and it will be fairly easy to get up to really large numbers, your percentage of read-through will drop. You should also bear in mind that it takes a fairly long time for readers to get to their free books. You don't really know what your percentage of read-through is going to be from a massive promotion like that because the people will read at their own pace and will often do so months or even years after they download the book. But the total volume of downloads can easily make up for it. A small percentage of a very large number can still be more than a larger percentage of a smaller number. It is much easier to get people to download a free book than it is to get someone to pay for it, even as little as 99 cents. Free has been a tactic that many companies have used for a long time. There are so many things that I have bought after having tried a light, free version. It's not funny. Not just books, but also software and subscriptions and other stuff. Free is a sample. You have to make sure that the sample is satisfying and giving away just a couple of chapters is not really satisfying to many people. So you give away a free book. It's exactly the same as the software companies giving away a functioning, light version of their software. This is so that people can try it, and if they want it, buy the extended version. It is quite a long-term strategy. Okay, that was free. But then what about 99 cents? When you do a promotion for 99 cents, your downloads are going to be much less than they are for a free book. But does that matter? Personally, I think it's a good idea to do a combination of both free and 99 cents because I think each promotion attracts a different type of people. People who are prepared to pay even as little as just 99 cents for a book are slightly more committed than the ones who just download everything because it's free. And you also attract a group of people who are vehemently opposed to the existence of free books There is a fairly small but very vocal minority that will advocate very much against free books. To them, all free books are rubbish. And if you want an illustration of what they are seeing, go to Kobo, select Hard Science Fiction, and select the option Pricing Low to High. Oh my God, what a parade of terrible covers you would not want to be seen dead with. So if someone goes to a retailer and actively searches for free books, they truly get hit in the face with a bunch of garbage and it's easy for them to conclude that all free books are rubbish. If you search for low-priced books, you also get a lot of books that are on temporary promotions, even from traditional publishers, so the picture looks very different. The question is, of course, whether the people really find books that way. If you have a free book, you really shouldn't be relying only on the retailers to keep your book getting downloads. If you run promotions, you direct the traffic to the book. And an author who spends any amount of money and gets the book accepted by these email lists is meeting at least a very low bar of quality. With 99-cent books, you get slightly more dedicated readers 
and because they paid for the book, they are probably more likely to read it. They are also more likely to make sure that the book is in a genre they usually read. Yeah, but your sales will be much less than you get downloads for a free book, so you have to judge whether this reduction in reach is worth it. As I said, I think both apply to different types of audiences. Some people will never download a free book because they have something against free books. Other people will respond very well to a free book. They will download your free book, they will like it and will end up buying the rest of your series. Do you leave the book at a discounted price permanently or do you run the promotion for just a few days? I guess this will all depend on the level of residual sales, the sales of the book when you don't do anything and when the book is at full price. If your book normally sells very little and the promotion gets regular sales or downloads going, I'd leave it at the lower price for an extended period. You do need to change it up every now and then, but you can go from 99 cents to free and the other way around, like a few times a year. If your book is 99 cents and you drop it to free, this also gives you the opportunity to bang on about it for a bit and book some promotions. If your book is 99 cents, you may occasionally want to raise it to 2.99 or something like that, because a number of the promotion lists that promote at 99 cents want evidence that the book is on a promotion. This is more common with 99 cents than it is with free, because these sites know that there is such thing as permafree that requires some juggling by Amazon to make it and keep it free there. When you need to raise your price because, for example, you plan to apply for some promotions in the future, you would coordinate your promotions at the time that you plan to drop the price. The advantage of having a book at 99 cents is that you can still drop the price further. Now I know that some of you will have the burning question, how on earth do I make a book free on Amazon if you're not in Kindle Unlimited and you don't get the five free days? This is not immediately obvious because Amazon does not allow the free price point. The trick is to make your book free on all the other retailers. Very often, when your book sells a little bit, Amazon will automatically make it free because they always need to offer everything at a lower price. If you want it free worldwide, you may have to email Amazon with links to the retailers in that jurisdiction where it is free. Be aware that there is some rule against free books in some parts of mainland Europe. I'm not entirely sure how it works because it seems to be applied inconsistently. It is next to impossible to keep a book free on some of the mainland European Amazon stores. The book will just flip in and out of free at the most inopportune moment. If your book is not free on certain Amazon stores or it hasn't dropped to free in the US and the UK, Australia or Canada, where you don't normally need to email them, Amazon has an option in the Contact Us menu for asking them to price match. The format of the email is already suggested. They want your ASIN, that's the code starting with B in the URL of your book, and then they want links in that particular jurisdiction where you want the book to be free on other retailers. So you give them Apple links and Kobo links or whatever takes your fancy. They will send you an email back 
saying that free is at their discretion, blah, 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 but they will usually make it free anyway. In the very rare occasions that they don't, just email again, because you will get another representative. The key is not to leave this too late before the planned promotion, because if any problems arise, you can still fix it. If you're in KU, of course, you can use your free days, but you only get five for a period of three months, so much of what I'm saying is probably not going to be applicable to you, although, of course, you can still run free promotions. 99-cent promotions are easier to set up because you can just go into the dashboard and change the price and even set up a price reduction in advance on all retailers except Amazon. These price reductions are generally reliable, but to be sure, especially if you have a lot of money invested in it, I would still start the promotion a day before your first paid promotion starts. If you're in Kindle Unlimited, you can do a thing called countdown deals. A lot of people get caught out by these because they don't realize that they only apply in the US or the UK and that you have to set up both of them separately and when you do that, you can no longer reduce the price in other Amazon stores. If your mailing list includes a large number of people in other countries and you plan to advertise it to them, it's probably not a great idea to run these deals because they will just piss people off. Or if you do run them, do not advertise them to your worldwide audience or have some sort of way of separating out your audience so that you don't get a flood of, you said the book was 99 cents, but I go to the page and it says it's 4.99 emails. Sorry, I'm not a fan of these deals or Kindle Unlimited. On the subject of free or 99 cents, I think your audience is served best through a combination of free and 99 cent promotions, because each can be advertised in different ways and each will have their own audience. In the next episode, I will give you some thoughts on how to sell and promote audiobooks. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansen.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansen.com.